Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for downloading the show. It's pretty good today. We play a ripped-off version of Taskmaster, which is a show you've never heard of unless you're one of Michael's nerdy friends. How dare you? It's run for... Fifth- Don't... 15 seasons. Let's not act like your nerdy friends are going, ah, yes. <laughs> Plus, faster. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we play a little game of that, which is great. It's about the most uncomfortable sound, and we're not talking about this. <laughs> we move on. Uh, we also talk about the outrageous prices of the UFC tickets. It's getting oh. absurd. Absurd? Absurd. Absurd? It's getting absurd. <laughs> absurd. <laughs> Said. Uh, also, uh, we will talk about the world champion in hide and seek. Um, and then another champion of hide and seek has instead been found. Yes, the radioactive capsule. Yeah. Which has uh, sent our state into a stir. Uh, there was no place to make these jokes on air. Mm-hmm. What have you got? But I was wondering if I could bring it to you on the podcast. Is there a joke there? About us finding a radio capsule quicker than we found a child? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the child wasn't as dangerous. <laughs> you know, like, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, watch as, like, we mostly react to things that are a threat. Yes, we need to find the kid, but he's of no danger to anyone. <laughs> he might be in danger, yep. but he's not, uh, he's not a 300 year active piece of radioactive material. Yes. Gotcha. 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 So. Glad it How did Chernobyl where it was? I was trying to find out. Like, is there a radioactive pun in there? Chernobyl Peace Prize. Ch- they, for finding it, they should get the Chernobyl Peace Prize. Because <laughs> it was like a piece of radioactive. I mean, Ben Harvey's coming up right now, but none of them will compare to this. I'll just give you guys an extra f- a free one. This is exactly okay. how this would have worked. Yep. Uh, and in, like, geographical news... <laughs> No, I wouldn't do that. I'd go, I'd go, uh, uh, and the radioactive uh, capsule has been found south of Newman. Uh, People were very worried because it was going to be radioactive for 300 years. Uh, The people that found it will now be awarded the Chernobyl Peace Prize. (laughs) (laughs) They need to get a little one of these. And then we go, ah, yeah, well, that one. And the next thing happens. Politics. Crime. Sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Uh, of course, the great nod to Ben Ha-Harvey. The, is he still the chief editor at the West? Oh, yeah, he's still he's still going. He's Ben Harvey. I am Ben Ha-Harvey. There's a laugh there. That's what makes it funny. Uh, Michael Ross, a Whitford's Hungry Jacks has banned anyone under the age of 17 from their establishment after alleged incidents. The fast food giant has put up a sign saying under 17s, not welcome. But under 14s are welcome. However, because who will run the place? Because, yep. Nice. It's run by toddlers. <laughs> uh, TV personality Dr. Chris Brown is reportedly on the move from Channel 10 to another network. Ooh. I bet he said, I'm Dr. Chris. Get me out of here. Oh, yeah, no. Because of a shitty show that no one watches. <laughs> I'm a celeb, that's right. <laughs> ah, do you reckon... Oh, no. Do you think he was going like, oh, I am a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep me here. That actually, that should be what the show is called. He's like, uh, like you have to Prove tell everyone. Yeah, 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 vote for me, guys. Remember I was in that thing? 
of that show. That's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we all like that. <laughs> uh, and finally, biggest news in Western Australia, the tiny radioactive capsule missing for six days in WA Outback has been found just south of Newman. Police say they're shocked anything stayed in the same place in Newman for six days unattended. No. It's good. Guys would have stole it. <laughs> bit hard to, to flog at Cashies, though, isn't it? Yeah. You, yeah. you want a ca- <laughs> capsule of cesium-137? <laughs> Maybe a lot of the staff like no longer like me. Uh, if they liked me at all. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, fair, it's a fair assumption. Uh, what have you done? Were you invited to lunch yesterday? Maybe they don't like me. <laughs> no. When did they go? They uh, they went at 12 o'clock. You weren't around at the time, uh, and but I was wondering if they saw you on the way out. But they they said, oh, do you want to come to lunch? Uh, we're going to go get like $1 wings. And I was like, oh, that's a great price for wings. And you $1. go, you go, but I don't feel like just one wing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's great. I was like, uh... But actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass, and I like continue to work, and they head off at midday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was then finish sort of after one o'clock. Was it a reason this lunch? No, there was no reason to it. They were just going to lunch, and there were cheap wings, and so they but they, and they all head off. But about I would say like eight staff members went, mm-hmm. uh, and you know the click it is. It's like people in your social club. Yep. Uh, they they head off. And so I was then finished after one o'clock. I'd like finished up my work and, uh, and I sent a, wa- a message to my wife saying, hey, we should go get $1 wings for dinner. Like, cause I'm like, what a great dinner. And she was like, we can't do dinner. She reminded me. She's like, well, it's going to be too much of a rush because I had my first pub quiz of the year. Yep. And I was like, ah, damn it. And she's, she was like, can we go now? Can we go for oh. lunch? <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, yeah, we can. So I go pick her up. Uh, I take her to the place. The time is now one thirty, And I'm already thinking, I was like, I hope they're not here because this is going to look very weird. Mm, this is going to look like I didn't want to go with them. Yep. I was thinking, it's one thirty. That's like an hour and a half lunch break. Yeah. They surely can't be. They were there. No, it's. <laughs> look, it. And they pointed me out. One person saw me, because many people were facing like away from the entrance. Yeah. One person and they were like, Oh look, it's Michael. Yeah, I would love <laughs> I would love to make fun of you for that. But it's like you like lunch to us, for everyone that knows. And a lot of shift workers, maybe yeah. you're thinking. Like you might have friends that work in an office or something. But like lunch to us is ten AM. Like, do you know sure, what I mean? Yeah. Like your lunch is not our lunch. So that's like the equivalent of someone going at 3.30 or 3.45 in the afternoon and yeah. going, hey, do you want to do something? And you go, mm, I just want to finish this thing and then I'm done for the day. But if I go yes. out with you, I extend another three, four exactly. hours. Exactly. You understand. Yep. I was explaining no, I understand that to my wife. That I was bit. like, I didn't want to go at 12 because then I have to keep working probably till like three o'clock or no, something. No, I understand that bit. Yeah. I don't understand taking your wife anywhere because I've never done that. <laughs> Michael Ross, I want to talk about the world champion in hide and seek. Where do the good boys go to hide away? Where well, a, a 15-year-old boy's game of hide and seek went badly. Uh, when he wound up being discovered six days later and in a completely different country. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the teenager uh, who's 
playing the game in his home country of Bangladesh, where he decided to hide in a shipping container. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, and he was unaware that he was just about to be placed onto a ship, and six days later, he was found in Malaysia. He's fine, and he wins. This sounds... This sounds a little <laughs> dubious, doesn't it? Oh, no, no. We didn't traffic him. He was just playing hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually a good point. Like, I know Dutton's not in, like, control anymore of that, that stuff, but what if everyone was just like, oh, no, we were playing hide and seek. <laughs> he's like, found you. Uh, if you're a fan of the TV show Taskmaster, the Australian version starting tonight, then you will be a fan of this brand new game... Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Audio Slave. Hi, oh, yeah. you are the Audio Slave, along with some members of our staff. I've been canvassing the workplace mm. uh, this week, finding out more about everyone and just seeing who would be suited to the best tasks. It yep. will be a game where you take on our lovely staff, so there'll yep. be two scorecards, yep. your own and theirs. Uh, later this morning, we'll be joined by two other members of staff that have already been given this challenge. Okay. The challenge is as follows. Make the most uncomfortable sound. You will present the sound after 8.30 this morning. Okay. You have one hour. Okay. Do it. So you need to make the most uncomfortable sound. What are you thinking uh, already? Aren't you doing it? Oh, <laughs> I can't get any points. Uh, so, yeah, you've got one hour to figure out what you think. I'm the judge as well, so keep it in mind mm. that I will have the final say on who gets the points. Are a lot of these riddles? Well, it's this one, it's nice and simple for the pilot episode. Okay. We're testing how this works and seeing if if you enjoy it, if, uh, the, if the listeners enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this first one, nice and simple, you need to make the most uncomfortable sound. I do. Hello, Craig Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you want that as a submission, you can absolutely do that. And you, you have a choice as well, and you can either perform the sound live for us after mm. 8.30, mm. or you can go away, record the sound, and I can play it back at the time. Or do I have to make it with me? You have to make the sound. Okay. How, how you determine that is kind of up to you, whatever you think make means to you. Okay. Welcome to Audio Slave. Do it. And Mitch, where can you see some of the greatest hits? Oh, at RAC Arena, <laughs> 12th in Perth with the UFC 284. Oh, only 10 days away. Volkanovski versus Makachev. Uh, yeah, it's like, it, it's obviously a huge ticket, only thirteen to 15,000 people. Uh, so obviously a bit wild with the tickets. Everyone's like, why hasn't I done an Optus Stadium? I'll tell you why. The Chili Peppers. Oh, that's actually the why. Yeah. Just there. Okay. yeah, and where, you go, where else are you going to do the UFC? The Wacker? <laughs> <laughs> Look, on. it'll also feel better in RS Arena. Yeah. Do you really want to watch it in the middle of Optus? Yeah, like I watched it in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium or Etihad Stadium yeah. or whatever stadium it was. Docklands. Stadium. Yeah, uh, and that was 55,000 people and it felt empty. Yeah, so it doesn't a lot feel of good. Yeah, so like how much would you pay, Mr. Cheap Man? Uh, for tickets. Now, I'm, thank God, don't have to. I've scammed the entire company by <laughs> pretending to have a podcast about MMA <laughs> so I can then get media credentials to then get tickets to the show. I don't even like MMA, but I've tricked them all and now I get to go for free. How many fights do you get to see on your ticket? Like, what's on the Ooh, card? I will go four, eight, about 12. Wow, okay. 
So that's going to put up the price quite a bit. I'm going to say the cheapest ticket you can get mm. is probably 200 bucks. No, you are very incorrect. The cheapest ticket you could get is about 500. Whoa. And there's no way you can't there's get it. any any left. Now, if you go into like, I think it's like Ticketmaster Resale or Ticket Tech Resale, there's yeah. like one that they, they go, hey, only go through that one. Um, and you can only go like 10% either side because of some legislation we put through like scalping. Yeah. But they just pushed everyone to marketplace. <laughs> and people are getting... That's the Wild West there. People are getting scammed left, right and center. Um, I also do like that people go... This is like a ticket group, and he goes like, "Looking for two genuine tickets to UFC 284 Perth? No scammers, please." Like that's what we all hope. Yeah, yeah. like first well, of you all, want fake tickets yeah. from a scammer. First no, of we all, know what you want. Like, why are you saying that? Like, first <laughs> of all, like, of course scammers. Uh, but people are selling tickets, like, and you can get like, you know, VIP sort of like front rowish tickets for five grand. No. Oh yeah, mate. Do you want to know what, what? Inf- uh, inflated? Or no. normal? No, normal. Okay. This okay. is the UFC we're talking about, mate. Now, this is not a Carlton game that you can get for $17 <laughs> and you can get on the field and play. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think the 5000 like front, basically front row ticket is uh, is going for? You get like a on little ma- extra, like you get some like dinner, I think, as well. Or- on Marketplace, the $5,000 yeah. tickets are now going for... 15,000. I reckon they're doing the restaurant rule of like times by three. 24 grand. No. $24,000. No one's paying that, surely. It's got to be a scam. It's got, that one's got to be a scam, right? Or do you think like... Oh, no, no, mate. I think buying the ticket legitimately for 500 bucks is a scam. <laughs> and I love the sport. New game of Audio Slave. Mitchell Tinley has been given a task along with some other members of staff, and they will go head-to-head after 8.30. But Mitch, a, uh, a new rookie in the AFL system, you know, they're all very excited because it would be their first pre-season camp. Yeah. Uh, did you do a bit of that in basketball? Yeah, always the pre-season. Always the pre-season, but did you ever get to, like, go away? You know? Oh. Um, no, we did with, like, state teams. Like, yeah. you would go and have, like, a week or something for the tournament. But, yeah, nothing crazy. Did you have any of those nice, like, team bonding moments where it's like, share something about yourself that your teammates wouldn't know? Yes. Well, uh, young uh, Gilby from GWS, Jason Gilby, he revealed with his, to his teammates that for the last three years, he has not drank water. What? <laughs> he has replaced his water intake for the last three years... With milk. And the club dietitians were horrified when they found out. Although, I mean, he's not going to miss any games with broken bones, is he? (laughs) Well, this is the interesting thing. Because, apparently, milk doesn't really help your bones. According to studies from Harvard University back in 97, uh, there was no difference in the number of fractures that you can get. However, in 2015, a New Zealand study revealed that you do have better bone density. Bone mineral density is up. And here's the thing that the, the dietitian should be okay with because a 2008 study found that fat-free milk is as effective as and possibly more effective than commercially available sports drinks for, like, for recovery, strength, and oh, endurance. So like when you're tired, you're like, give me a glass of milk. Get a glass of milk. But they, yeah, they'd be like, please, please, for the love of God, stop. You'll be very dehydrated. Surely Paul's or someone is jumping on that immediately. You've got to sponsor him. He should, he should bloody run around. When I skim the play, <laughs> it's because of skim milk. Tonight, you can watch the very first episode of Taskmaster Australia. 
Uh, we've heard mixed reviews so far. <laughs> uh, so I've got something even better. Uh, this is a wholly original idea. I like to call it Audio Slave. Yes, welcome to the very first episode of Audio Slave, recorded in front of a live audience. Because it is. That's you. Yep. Uh, joining us in the studio is uh, two of our lovely staff members. We have Talia. Say hi. Hi. And uh, Alex. We Hello. all know, We all know young Alex Hasty. Don't be hasty. And Mitch, you will be going head-to-head in this very first challenge with yes. Talia and young Alex Hasty. Uh, I gave you a task one hour ago. Yeah. Make the most uncomfortable sound. Okay. So, and how you interpret that is up to you, how you make the sound. But I will be the judge. All right. Um, let's see if I can come through. So you're going to... Okay, Mitch Vitelli will do his sound. He's, you've gone with live. Yeah, I'll do live. Okay. It's the sound my dad makes before he talks sometimes. The so most uncomfortable sound. Okay, I'm just closing my eyes to feel it. <laughs> so just a, like a wet, a wet mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. It's just this, like smacking. Like Kind of. It's just this like... It's just like real gross like... Oh, what's up? <laughs> like okay. a wet imagine like a wet soggy can being opened <laughs> okay yeah yeah I feel it I feel it alright uh, Alex I'm gonna play your sound now which you have you've made in advance uh, how uncomfortable do you find this sound it's gotta be one of the worst sounds anyone's heard ever and I'm pretty sure most people have heard it due to other people's incompetence okay <laughs> so a sound made from incompetence by young Alex here we go Oh, okay, yeah. So, just hardcore mic feedback. Oh, yeah. I was trying to figure out if that's something I've done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, no one one likes it, but I find that that feedback live, something about that being recorded, not as uncomfortable Mm. as it normally is. Yeah. Talia's the final one this morning. Uh, Talia's uncomfortable sound. Uh, this one just came to you spur of the moment. It was the thing you were doing when you got given the challenge, so you just recorded it. Yep, exactly that. And it kind of annoyed me at the same time, too. But I know for a fact that yeah. Mitch will hate this sound. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's so a nail file. Nail, uh, nail file. Uh, <laughs> You've the you physically react to nail file. But you know the funny thing? I don't find it uncomfortable. Like, literally, Delta Goodrum could be doing it. I throw her in the bin. <laughs> I don't. I don't find nail file particularly uncomfortable at all. So I'm going to award for three points to the winner, two points for second place, and the wooden spooner gets zero points. So the very first episode of Audio Slave, mm-hmm. I'm going to give three points to feedback. Oh. So Alex Hasty with three points to feedback, two points Mitchell Tinley for wet mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wet soggy can. <laughs> and no points for the nail file. I'll, I personally do not find it annoying at all. It's and not I that uncomfortable. will throw Talia in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> so, after the first episode, uh, Mitchell Tinley is trailing by one point to the staff. Yes. Well done to the, the staff. The second most uncomfortable. <laughs> That's how I like it at work. That was Audio Slave. Tune in next week for another challenge. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.